punk rock, street trash, wastelands. And here are your hosts, long-time partners in slime, Adam Obscene and Mark and Mark. Hello world, you're listening to Wastelands. I am Adam Obscene, and with me tonight, as always, is the mighty, 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 mighty... Mark <laughs> Adam Obscene. It is great to be here. Hey, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, listeners, we've got a fun little movie to look at tonight in the wheelhouse of road revenge movies. Uh, mm-hmm. But before we go any further, Marco, shall I play the trailer? Oh, go on. Be a devil. All right. Heading west on a long, lonely highway, only his dreams for company, until... My mother told me never to do this. Before many miles, he'll wish he'd taken his mom's advice. When Jim Halsey let the hitcher into his car, he opened the doors of hell. I want you to stop me. Once you've met the Hitcher, you'll never pick up another. The terror starts the moment you stop for the Hitcher. What do you want? What do you want, Mark? To be stopped. Mate, uh, The Hitcher is a 1986 canon film release that stars uh, Ruger Howder as the badass Hitcher. And, oh, my God, mate, what a grueling road trip this is. Oh, it is. It's Ruger Howder, like, from bloody Blade Runner, who died... 2019, yeah. 2018. And, yeah. I, and, and, you know, that guy is like the, the archetypal um, villain. He just plays bad dudes so well. And um, yeah, I, I love the thing. Like, there's two movie slogans that I wanted to, you know, I think, sets this movie up really well. Yeah. And I'm going to mm-hmm. put on my deepest sexist voice, like the voiceover dude. Okay. Um, this is going to get us more subscriptions. Then. Oh, yeah. He came from hell. Don't ask him where he wants to go. <laughs> Fuck yes. And then out on the desert highway, the rule of thumb has a different meaning. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> so, um, mate, the... Uh, do you want to give the uh, listeners, those who haven't seen it, mm-hmm. uh, a bit of a quick rundown oh. of the, the the general gist of the plot? Sure, sure. Uh, the Hitcher. So it starts off with uh, the young guy driving across what the desert of America. Um, he's driving a car for someone, like delivering a car for, from someone. Uh, in San Diego, so I guess he's 
crossing from the east coast to the west coast of america to drop off a car and he's getting paid for it and he's kind of young late teens early 20s i guess and um he's uh you know driving along trying to stay awake uh and yeah one of his tactics to try and stay stay awake is uh pick up a hitchhiker maybe for a little bit of uh company to keep him him alert against his mother's advice (laughs) against his mother's advice yeah man she was right um and he just happens to pick up the wrong fucking dude and probably luckily so, otherwise we really wouldn't have much of a movie. So No. Uh, so the the <laughs> Jim, Jim, young Jim, the uh the hapless driver, who's played by C. Thomas Howell, um, he looks really familiar and I couldn't figure out why. And then I did a bit of research and it's because he was in a couple of staples of the eighties. He was in Soul Man <laughs> and nice. he was in uh, Red Dawn. And he was Ooh. also the older brother in E.T., the extraterrestrial. Really? Oh, fuck yeah. That's a good tie-in. Yes. That's a really great tie-in. So, um, so that's, uh, so that's uh, C. Thomas Howell. Like, he, he played it pretty straight, and you mm. felt really sorry for him in this film. Like, mm-hmm. it was really wrong dude at the wrong place at the wrong time that just became yeah. the bait to a dude's elaborate, like, yep. I guess, like, sick game. And that's really what it is, is that... Yeah. yeah, it, it was a, the the hitcher Ruger. Um, basically, has a boner for de- tormenting um, lonely travellers on a highway, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and he's sadistic. He's oh. very sadistic. And and it's got it's got so many twists and turns in it. Like some of the some of the plot lines in it, I like is that you know he sets he sets young Jim up. Like to mm-hmm. so the to to the the, you know, the the yokel authorities, all these crimes and murders are happening, and it's pointing the finger directly at young Jim. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and in the meantime, yeah, the- the meantime, there's almost like this supernatural, almost you know, nature. Like he has a phantom mm-hmm. of like how like he's you know he sort of pops up like in the most unusual, yeah. unexpected ways. It's it, it's almost ghostly, isn't it? Like, yeah, it is almost ghostly. Yeah, he's very spectral, and there's a almost like a creepy kind of, I don't know. When he's at his most sadistic, he's almost like almost uh, romantically creepy. Like mm. there's like this weird black intimacy that he he exudes, as well as being spectral and just popping up where where you least expect him. Totally adds to the creepiness. Yeah, and it's like he's he's enjoying it. He's enjoying he's it, really and 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 it's, he actually it gets to the point where he kind of wants to be caught. You know, it's like that real classic. He's you know he even says, "What do you want from me?" He says, "I want you to stop me." Like, yeah, that's brutal, dude. Because that's someone that just has zero fucks given, right? <laughs> zero fucks, and it's like, well, mate, I'm driving. Fuck. Come on, I, I just do gotta, much I, right now. I just got to get to San Diego, dude. <laughs> yeah, like come on, um, come on. So interesting. There's a couple of re- uh, other names in it. Jennifer Jason Lee's in it. She was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Miami Blues, Backdraft, Single White Female. Um, so, and she's sort of like the morality stick barometer in it like well these two mm-hmm. these two opposing forces of good and evil are, are locked in an eternal battle on the highway um nash 
pops up to sort of mediate it sort of is the one that points the police in the right direction it's not actually jim this guy's not crazy he's not it's not like a teenage serial killer it's someone he's he's the victim of a sick game yep um and it was i really actually liked that element you know that there was yeah this girl just out of like truck stop girl just sort of almost becomes the hero in a way yeah absolutely and um yeah yeah because jim just doesn't know what to do he's like you know he goes and gets a gun yeah <laughs> <It's like, laughs> yeah yeah and she's the only one that can can sort of see it all clearly and provides provides a bit more of a um coherent direction through it gives him some perspective because i think he thinks he's actually in a dream like it's so surreal the stuff that's happening to him it's just like you know, yeah, th- th- there's a there's a suspension of uh, all reality in in a way that it's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. well, what's going on here? And I think that adds to like the creepiness that you know throughout the movie. And I never picked it. And I saw it years and years and years ago when I was younger. But when I was watching it this time, I really felt that at any given moment there was going to be a twist that's like the you know M Night Shyamalan Lama Ding Dong type of uh, <laughs> um, thing where it's just like the twist is and he's dead <laughs> you know like yeah 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 he's in a coma yeah, and then he woke up but um, yeah, yeah. it, it kind of had that sort of vibe about it um, he got gaslit big time oh big time yeah it's like catfishing before the internet um, so. It's it, it it but it's not without its flaws, mate. <laughs> That's the other oh, thing. Oh, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it's a fucking hilarious shit in this. So, man. so let's get to the bit that we actually really enjoy in picking picking the shit out of the the, the art form of schlock film. Um, yeah, continuity. Yeah. Okay, continuity is a, okay. is is a cracker in this one. We always go on about um. Man. So, I think there's a scene when the car gets hit. Um, by a bus and it loses its. Bumper. Oh yeah! But then in the next scene, it's the, the bumper's still on the car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, that's right. And I cracked up because it fully looks like the bus from the end of Dumber and Dumb and Dumber with the. <laughs> it's got the girls on it. <laughs> um, it's a. Uh, I guess that what's it? Oh yeah, it's like um. Day and night continuity in these movies is always a oh. classic. Like when Jim yeah. first picks up John Rugerhauer, um, before he throws him out, it seems to turn from day to night and then back to day again several times <laughs> throughout the sequences. <laughs> yeah, so good. Yeah, and and it's like his, his doors locked, then it's unlocked. Mm-hmm. Oh man, um, seatbelts on, seatbelts seat not belts on, on seatbelts not off. Um, oh. oh, when Jim enters the abandoned garage, birds fly out of, oh, this one's amazing, flies out of, <laughs> in front of the camera for dramatic effect through a hole in the floor. But if you look closely at the whole floor, you can see like the um, prop handler's hands throwing the <laughs> the pigeons out of the hole to make them fly. <laughs> it's like, fly my pigeons. Um, fly my evil pigeons. Yeah, so you can see the basic. Oh, that's you know, good. It's that's so good. It's a, it's a, I um it's that I, one is great. It's so good. Man, I noticed another one where um he uh that Ruka shoots his big ass pump action shotgun at the front of Jim's car and he's like cocked it, you know, you're expecting this massive damage to the front of the car and this tiny like little triangle of broken um headlight just falls, falls off, off like someone's 
Yeah, like someone's pulled it off with a bit of string. Like, seriously, it's like it's like, geez, that was he must have been. He must have just loaded that with um with BB gun pellets. Yeah, yeah, like one BB gun pellet because it's hilarious and it's a pretty sort of like beastly, uh, intimidating looking shotgun. It just takes out a little little triangle of glass. Oh, I love it. Um, yep. The there's two more I have. Um, when Ruger jumps out of the back of the bus and flies through the windshield of um, Jim's car, yeah, and, but the glass shatters like normal glass, not safety glass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, it's just like you, like if you when you when you've keyed a cricket ball through Mum's front window, it just. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Oops. And, and then the other one is, and it's it's a bit of a spoiler, um, but. The scene when John kidnaps Nash because you know, because Nash mm-hmm. and Jim are running away, and Jim goes—they finally relax. I think they got to a motel room and they finally relax. Jim goes has a shower, and somehow in the time that Jim has a shower, Ruger has kidnapped Nash, taken her <laughs> out of the room, tied her between two trucks, started up both trucks, and basically have, um, is ready to um, you know kill her in the space of what is probably about three minutes (laughs) 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 it's a it's a massive like this is this is the whole crescendo of the film losseners where it's like yeah you know the good girl who's been by jim's side basically gets kidnapped and ruger um Gets grabs grabs and ties it between two trucks to sort of do that sort of torture scene where you pull the person apart um, yeah, and but the timing is this is no way it could happen, and then so, no. and then the final insult is, you know, the movie is sort of building to this crescendo, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, you're gonna, you know, he's gonna, you're gonna see it, and then yeah, they, they you know, he goes, they don't, they aren't, they can't save her, they pull her apart, but it cuts away to their faces, it doesn't actually show. Her. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. And, and I read later that the fact the factoid <laughs> on that is that the census actually got involved in that and said no, you can't show. Oh, of course, Nash being, Jennifer that, Jason in, Lee being ripped from limb to limb between two Mack trucks. So yeah, fair enough. And back then there was a lot of uh, censorship. Oh, the going satan- on, it was it's, it's full, you know, full satanic panic. You know, metal music, mm-hmm. suggestive, you know, horror movies like that's. So you know, that's pretty much where that got through. Um, yep, yep. So look, I think. That's root there. That all ex continuity things aside, yeah, it's still really like it is a ball tearingly like <laughs> intense movie, right? It's intense, it's held up. I mean, it was when was it released out of 1986? And it's still really watch watchable. Mm. Like, uh, yeah, and I believe it's on one of the streaming services now as well. So, if I don't know, you you type it in and it'll come up, but um. You can get it out there easily enough. But I remember when it came out, because I was a big fan of um, movie magazines, I would usually get more movie magazines than I would actually attend the cinema, you know. And so I would get hyped on the advertising and the articles and interviews in the movie magazines. And when The Hitcher came out, I remember thinking, Man, this this has got me scared. Like, because I was pretty young, you know. Like, this is going to be a scary movie. Like, Ruka Howard in his overcoat, the silhouette of him on the road, pointing that uh, pump action shotgun down at Jim on the on the on the bitumen. 
like that that scene was just like mind blowing to me as a twelve year old or eleven year old or however I was at the time. And when I saw it, yeah, it did not disappoint. And it's still a great movie. It really is. And it's look, it's in the heyday of Canon films. Like so Canon brought out some amazing films. Like we've spoken about Frog Comes to the yeah, Frog Hell Comes to Frog Town. You got Cobra. Frog comes to hell. Yeah. Frog Hell that's yep. the, that's the sequel, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well. It is um, now. Um yeah, so that it's Cobra. It, so it's got a lot of like it's got it's 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 got some nice shelf buddies like in the video shop, right? Yeah, you know, so, absolutely. Yeah, um, definitely. Factoid time. You oh, know, please. The while well, performing the last bit of the windshield stunt where the glass broke, like a not safety mm. glass. Um, he he went through that. Rug went through so hard that he knocked out one of his teeth with the shotgun that he <laughs> held. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, so he literally did go head first. That window did smash, and he knocked out one of his teeth with, when the shotgun sort of butted back up into his mouth. Whoa. Mm. That's awesome. That was pretty good. Um, the other one, which is sort of related to the satanic panic and, you know, this is, with this sort of uh, family values malarkey that went on in the late 80s in America is that – uh, the, at the time, the future President George W. Bush served on the board of the film that lent money to HBO to finance the movie. And then in 2000, in his presidential election, the Bush critics used his involvement in The Hitcher to ch- discredit his stance on family values. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is a great factoid. Mm. I, fuck, I did not know that. So, um, yeah, like... That's that's interesting when you look at you know how much people will dig to find out um, to dig dirt on. Oh know, yeah. Them. So anyway, but it was George W. Bush. I don't think he would have to dig too deep. Anyway, um, no. This bit, mate. Body count. Body count. So our long, long gapped weighted uh, body count segment for these movies. Uh, so this is where we talk about the kills per minute or how many kills are actually within All the right. film. So we got lay out the data. We've got uh, Ruger. He kills nineteen. What? Yeah, Jim kills one. Mm. Um, so it's a to- we've got a total of twenty kills in this movie, uh, which is basically when I look at the calculations or something. <laughs> it's uh, it's point two kills every minute. So yeah. So that's four kills. <laughs> that's great. Five Point minutes. two kills. Yeah, or something like that. Anyway, uh, it's like a concussion. It's 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 one of those things. And just to close that out, body count, body count. Another successful segment completed. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. I've missed the body counts. That's so good. Um, <sighs> mate, have you that's got anything now. more to add about uh, about this uh, about the hitcher? The hitcher. It's great to see. It was great to see Ruka Howe in a, again uh, when I rewatched this for tonight's episode. Um, it reminded me of how much the imagery really got to me when I was younger, and how much like pre-internet, you know, just imagery and trailers and stuff. How much that meant um, back then, and how much it affected me. Like, wow, like this dude with the overcoat and the shotgun like he's the new face of terror and um it was great to revisit that after so long and um and then to share it with uh with you tonight it's good i think and i'll echo that it's been a long time since i'd seen it 
um, had actually forgotten about it. And the last mm-hmm. couple of movies that we've spoken about on the show have been Marco Mark, uh, like recommends. So, yeah. um, this one totally went in there to be very watchable, unlike some of the trash that I make use it through. So, um, but like, Mad Warrior, oh, Mad Warrior. But uh, sadly, no lightsabers in this movie. Um, oh. Mate, if there's anything else you would like to add, is there anything else you would like to add? It's good night from me. And it's good night from him. It's over! It's finished!